0: What up? What up? What up? Welcome back everybody to John Hanks's Pipe Dreams episode number 15. I cannot believe that I Think it'd be more. I've been doing this for a couple years, but fuck it. It's 15 um, I'm here today in my good friend's home in uh, Ballard, Washington. I got Court Hoffman C2k. What up, doggy? What up? What up? What up? How are you feeling today? Good, man. Tired. Slept well last night, but got caffeine now. Cheers to that. Yes, sir. Thank you. Uh, thanks for joining me this morning. Pleasure's all mine. Um, I'm really digging it. Um, So I don't know if you've listened to any of these before, but there's like a loose theme. It's this, like all things in my life, is loosely revolved around skateboarding. So I want to talk a little bit about skateboarding, and then I got kind of a special thing that I want to do today. Um. My buddy, uh, Ryan Dalton, who has been on the podcast before, um, has laced me with some uh, some edibles, some, some some edible gummies. Well, you're in luck, buddy. I know a thing or two about skateboarding and edibles. Sick. I've got experience in the field. Well, I thought it was perfect to, to have you on here. So, um, I, I got these, uh, like I said, my buddy Ryan's doing these little edible gummies, and he wanted me to test them out. So... Where's he making them? I think he's making them at his home. Um, they're like soaked in 151, and of course they got the whole
1: THC. Sorry, so, there, it's a is little... there an exact dosage on these things? Like, if you buy a, co- co- a cookie, it's like 10 milligrams or whatever. I think
0: we'd have to check with him. I think he told me that they're pretty strong. I think he told me they're around 20 a pop. <laughs> so.
1: Well, and I don't, do know what,
0: I don't know what beast you got there, but I think I, I got think a, this is a T-Rex T-Rex Maybe I'm not sure. It's kind of mushed up. Yeah, this looks to be a brontosaurus I mean he made these so that's pretty you know, it's where do you get the mold. I don't know Are We getting down. Yeah, let's get down. Let's Cheers. Do Cheers, buddy. So we got uh, these gummies here Mine's orange and this will be an experiment uh, because you know most people know me as like a big stoner and I'm sober right now and I'm eating this And we're doing a podcast, so we'll just see what happens. We got more if we need it. They've, uh, I guess he soaked them in a little bit of 151. Oh, it tastes good. Yeah, it tastes good. Tastes like a fucking delicious gummy bear. I'm getting the 151 on the end, not up front. It's more on the finish. Hmm. (laughs) Haha, 151 finish. I think he said it was like a trace amount of, uh alcohol that's involved, it's not like these things are going to get you drunk. Can you
1: send him a text right now and see what the dosage is on these things?
0: Yeah, I mean he's pretty, um, I I wanted him to be here today to do this with us, but um, he didn't get back to me, so I'll text him right now um, and see if we can find that out. But uh, let's talk a little bit about skateboarding while we're uh, waiting for these things to take effect. Well, before we get into that, let me just say this. please.
1: When we used to work with DeVoe and he would get those brownies from Mario or whatever his name is.
0: Oh, yeah, Mario. That guy was super cool. Yeah. Yeah, he was a cook at Bastille. Did you ever get
1: those brownies or you weren't into it?
0: I wasn't, like, in the mix quite enough.
1: So I like edibles because when you smoke weed, it goes straight to your head and you're instantly stoned. Yeah. But with edibles, it takes, like, 20 minutes to kick in. And then in a the half hour, you'll be like, why do I feel like this? And then you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. I ate something. Yeah. And it's to- a totally different high, and I kind of like that. And um, I was asking about the dosage because I got a cookie at Herb's house mm-hmm. at like 10 milligrams. And half of one of those is plenty for me. Oh, yeah. So if one of these is 20, and I just ate half of it,
0: yeah, I'm going to get pretty lit up. You probably will. Yeah, I mean, I have a pretty high tolerance for THC, and I normally like smoking weed because um, it gets you that instant high. That you yeah, know. that's exactly why I like it, and it's like you sort of have control over it. You're like, okay, I want to be stoned now, boom. Yeah. Um, but for the same reasons that you mentioned about the edibles, that's one of the things like that. Um, I don't know. I just find they hit me harder. And I'm not as, like, coherent or on point with the edibles, and they, like, kind of, like, I don't have the motivation or, like, I certainly don't have the physical capacity. Like, I'll never eat an edible and go skate, because I just feel like they just sort of, it's like, it's raining today, it's like, it's like edible, it's like, it's a couch day, Mm -hmm. you know what I
1: mean? Well, you're on the mend anyways.
0: Yeah, I'm on the mend. My knee is kind of fucked up, but, uh... (laughs) Let's talk about that. You want to talk about skateboarding? Yeah, let's let's talk about it. Uh, so I was trying to ollie this gap, and it was like right in between these two little parking curbs, and um, it was like, as you've pointed out to me, it's obviously I'm physically capable of, of, of uh, performing this maneuver, but it was like a psychological thing in two parts. I was like, number one, I was uh, right. I felt weird about the spot where I ollied. Like it was like... Between the two curbs. Yeah, there was kind of like some brain clutter. Oh, the mental space you were in. The mental space, yes. and also the mental space, like I got a lot of shit going on in my life, and and like an idiot, I sort of thought about some of that personal stuff as I was like skating <laughs> on the run up to Ollie's, and I feel like it just kind of threw me off, and I, I fucking straight-legged it. Yeah, that was kind of weird to see. It was. It was weird to live through. I wasn't even, um, it hurt, like, a lot. Yeah, you screamed like a (laughs) banshee, dude. I was worried that you fucking
1: (laughs) ruptured your Achilles or, like, broke your tibia or some shit. Like, I thought you were, I thought something was seriously broken with you. Honestly, like he man, screamed. I've never heard that shit before, man. It was
0: it was a scream of it was painful, but it was also a scream of frustration because yeah. I just knew instantly, like right when it happened, I was like, "Fuck, downtime. Like yep. here we go." You know, and that to me is the most like scary, frustrating part about getting hurt nowadays. It's like, dude, I've been through all the pain. There's like I have a very high tolerance for pain. I can take the pain, but what I can't take is fucking sitting around being hurt, watching TV. Thinking about skating and it makes me think um, when I get older like how am I going to deal with this as skateboarding starts To slip away from me physically like what because I've built my whole life around it And I haven't been very successful in pursuing it. obviously, you know, like I'm not pro. I'm 35 I still skate my whole life is still like geared and focused around skateboarding, but it's like there's no uh, There's no exit plan you know? uh, Well, I think like the big-time pros, you know you know, for
1: lack of a better example, like, you know, the Hawk, they're still skating. So I think they're kind of like setting the standard for how old a dude can be and still skate. Right. You're not going to be shralping like when you were 20, but you'll still be able to pump a bowl and generate speed, you know. But you still know, be able to cruise down the
0: sidewalk and ollie up the curb. I don't know if you feel the same way. Um or if if people that have been skating for a long time feel the same way, but I feel like I'm a better skateboarder at 35 than I was at 15, and I was a better skateboarder at 15 than I was at five, you know what I mean, like, it's all about progression, so it's like, it doesn't, it's not like, I get at my body, like I'm like, yeah, I can't really jump down like nine stairs anymore or whatever, like I can't ollie like an eight set, like I'm 17, Mm -hmm. or whatever. And people listening might be like, dude, that's pussy shit. You know what I mean? But uh, for me, that was like, I think the most stairs I ever only was like nine when I was like 18, you know? It's a good size set. Um, But it's got to be
1: like neck high. Yeah. That's got to be almost six feet right there. Pretty high. And it was actually, it was like,
0: it was pretty far out too. Oh, those are the best.
1: Yeah. Because it makes you go faster, which makes for a softer landing. Yeah. You know, like like I say, man, the faster you go, the more control you have.
0: Yeah. That's
1: a true story. Like, when you go slow, that's a recipe for disaster. For example. Yeah. Somebody. No, you were actually fucking hauling into that. I was. The best part of that clip, we have this thing on video for everybody wondering, and uh, if you go to John's Facebook or Instagram, (laughs) I'm pretty sure you can see it there. Yeah. But you were charging into that thing. I was pumped. I was like, fuck yeah, he's going for it. But you just didn't commit, like yeah you weren't really thinking about what you were doing you were thinking about something else because all you had to do was crack a a five inch ollie to get over a four inch curb but it was also the gap went out but not far you were going so fast that was not an issue
0: yeah like let's say that gap was
1: two feet long you went six feet long
0: yeah you know what i mean no i i i just like i said i just kind of botched the ollie and uh yeah. yeah, I think
1: you just needed to really focus on what you were doing, but...
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, we weren't warmed up here either. Yeah, no, we are
1: definitely not. It's like two days in the past. <laughs> no, nah, but once we got to that thing, and I was like, I think I could bump off of this. And then you were, like, basically pulling out the camera, and I was like, I'm not even warmed up. And then I checked it out a couple of times, and I was like, yeah, I think I can do this. Yeah. Because I went off a smaller section than you. Yeah. But after I did the bump, I was like, fuck, man, I could probably do this off the big spot. You know, where you went. <laughs> yeah, but then I fucking ended the party. But, uh... no Well, that was, man, you even got some assistance from a dude.
0: Who I wanted know. to give you
1: an ice bag. I
0: know, this guy, he was like... I don't know if he was homeless or whatever. That's kind I don't of like think a he weird... was homeless. He just definitely seemed like a, a different kind of guy. He was a different kind of guy, and he was, uh... You know, that's kind of a neighborhood with some unique folks in it 85th Definitely. and 15th there Definitely. by the Walgreens the Wild Mountain Cafe and yeah. sat in North Seattle Washington Northwest but uh it uh it's a big bus stop bus stop action right there big bus stop lots of transfers people yep. going up to Northgate and Everett and beyond and um, no so this guy for those listening uh, this guy comes out and he's got a cane Ironically the guy had a cane and I'm like laying there on the concrete and I'm like oh man I'm going to end up like this guy with a cane and the guy pulls out an ice pack and he's like you should probably ice that right away and I'm like lying in a parking lot I'm like I'm not going to ice my knee right now but thank you and he was he was kind of upset
1: that he was genuinely trying to help but I just thought it was so weird that he actually had an ice pack on him like, like what is this guy dealing with that he's got he's literally got an ice pack on him right now well he had the cane how cold was that thing? I didn't touch it. I know, but I mean, What was this guy carrying around all day and had already thawed out? Was he like? Did he just get it at Walgreens? Nah, that they thing don't was sell definitely cold ice packs. Use. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so he
1: was probably in some rough physical situation of his own, obviously.
0: Yeah, and I think you know because I was in pain and I was like it was a shitty situation. I think like he kind of felt like brushed off, like I was like, no, dude, like. Fucking, you know. But you
1: were kind of brushing them off because you didn't really want to bring any more
0: attention to the situation. I just didn't <laughs> want to be there in the parking lot taking my pants off, icing my knee. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was like, yes, I get it. I'm going to ice my knee, but I'm going to do that at home later on tonight in my boxer shorts. Like I'm not going to fucking just hang out here at the Walgreens and like,
1: you know. Um, oh, I feel you. I, I wouldn't have taken it either. But I would have gotten up and just tried to walk it off.
0: I just wanted to let that man know that I really did, I know no, I was No, surly. you
1: definitely expressed
0: that you were thankful and you were appreciative. I was appreciative, I just couldn't, it was like, you know, um, I couldn't take that ride with him right then and there. It's funny, now that you
1: say that, like, during that whole interaction between you two, I don't think I ever really looked at him.
0: Hmm. Why is
1: that? I don't know. I I guess I was just checking you out and seeing where you were at. Because honestly, dude, I thought I was going to have to call a hospital because I thought you fucking, like, split your shit. I
0: did, too. Like, (laughs) and I was just like, I didn't even, I was like more, but like worried about, like, like I said, the downtime and just.
1: I was really expecting to have to get your keys, go get your car, come back
0: and get you and take you to a hospital. (laughs) Holy shit. Well, you're a good friend for thinking like that. Uh and it's appropriate to have you on the show like I said it's like I always try to talk to people about skateboarding and lots of times I have people on here that don't even skate and that I don't even skate with and it's just like for me the whole thing like this whole little podcast is like just kind of like my like little like um, expression of like love and gratitude to skateboarding and why I think that it's talking about skateboarding and connecting it to everyday life is helpful to me and like inspires me and stuff and so having said all that it's real cool to have you on here because uh i probably skate with you the most out of like anybody
1: that's funny because i feel like 90 percent of the time you want to
0: skate i'm like no i'm doing this or no i gotta do this yeah i mean i skate quite a bit yeah i know (laughs) so but uh, like i probably skate with you or simon or joey more frequently than anybody these days And I just think it's cool to have you on this podcast because like, like I said, it's like supposed to be all about skateboarding and like, you know, I grew up a skateboarder and shit, but I went through a long period like in my twenties where it's not that skating took a back seat, but it's like everyone that I was close friends with had moved on from skateboarding or was not interested in skateboarding in the first place. So, like, skating was, like, kind of this other part of my life that didn't really involve my social life. It was just sort of something that I did, like, by myself, or... And I didn't really feel that connected to, like, skating. Like, I didn't have, like, a crew and shit. And now, like, we got the Collision Curve Club and shit, and it's like... I actually skate with people my age and can call people up and go skate and stuff. So, it's, like, it's very nice for me to be now... It feels like I'm a kid again, like, to have, like, a a posse, you know? That's cool. So... Thanks. It's pretty wild that uh, you went through that stretch. I don't think you ever told me that.
1: <clears throat> where you were kind of skating by yourself for the most part and your friends all dropped out. Honestly, I don't dude. I not think I knew
0: about that. Well, that's what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to, like, express my gratitude to you here. Because uh, <clears throat> I don't think I really, like, skated with anybody apart from a few flukes here and there. Like, because when I was doing the band thing, yeah. like, we had a friend, my friend Taylor from Vermont, was, like, a very casual skateboarder. He would go skate the bowl with me sometimes. Um, I skate a lot. I skate with like Andrew Nelson and Tim Cowie anytime that we cross paths. But that's always like on a layover or some shit. Like once a year. Yeah. So basically I was just kind of, you know, and then like I would go to the skate park and I would see the same guys around Seattle. So I guess I kind of had friends in the skate scene, but it wasn't like my dogs. Like I never went to any of their homes or any shit like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but now we get this little squad together and it's cool to just skate all the time and fucking, you know, for me, it's like, it's a trip. I, I'm the youngest one in the crew. I'm 35, (laughs) you know what I mean? That's pretty wild. (laughs) I never thought of that. Not by much though. Not by much. Just by a hair.
1: Well, uh, I guess that's why you're the one jumping down six foot gas.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty funny. I'm like the young upstart. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um, how long have uh how long you've been skating i've seen the photo where you got the tail skid when you're like fucking knee high yeah i don't know
1: what you mean by when i started because there's a couple different ways you can look at it because i think you can say the same thing whereas we always had a skateboard laying around the house as kids but it was like a nash like a toy store board yeah you know everybody had a fucking nash with a sick grip tape and the shitty wheels and shitty trucks and Maybe the tail didn't even curve up on it, you know, like the tiny little banana board style. I had a nightmare. I remember all kind of old toy skateboards like that. Like, I've always had those. So I've always, you know, played on skateboards. Right. But I think <clears throat> when you ask someone, when did you first start skating? I think a good way to determine that is when you got your first legit complete. Mm-hmm. Like, my mom made me work and save up money. And when I had enough money, I'd go buy a deck, mm-hmm. and then I'd work more and save more, and then go buy the trucks. Work more, save more, go buy the wheels. And, and did by you the have time I got set aside? all well, aside? Yeah. oh yeah. And tight. by the time I got all that shit, she was like, "Okay, I'm gonna get you the grip, the bolts, and the bearings. That's on me."
0: Oh, Brad,
1: that's a really cool. That's really cool. So that was, I think, third grade when I got my first complete. It was a Vision Joe Johnson, no nose, and this is right around the time when boards were starting to get noses so since i bought my deck first and all the, you know the trucks and wheels and everything second all my buddies were getting their boards and their their boards had noses cuz ah. it was right around
0: the time when shit was changing but i remember a joe johnson with a with like a larger tail actually my friend steve lapham i think had a joe johnson with like a a or a larger nose on it it was like maybe 92 92, 93 era? Dude, I mean...
1: 92, I don't know, let I think every board had a
0: nose by then. I think it was just happening. Well, yeah, I think like 90... The the, the double vision came out in 90. Or, or And then like the the Mike V... Um, like the twin, whatever, the world industries with like all the fucking... The animals going to the factory and shit. Yeah. The vegetarian board. Yep. That thing had a, um, I guess Steve Rocco stole the mold from Vision. Like Vision made the double the double tail, the exact same shape. The nose and the tail were the same shape. And then the story goes that Rocco stole the mold and put out the Mike V. Mike V. is the same exact shape, just like with graphics. Mm-hmm. And, and everyone was talking about the double vision. I remember when I was a kid at the skate park. That was all you ever fucking heard about. And if someone showed up with the double vision, they were like, they might as well have been fucking from outer space you know it was like crazy
1: well here check this out you're saying 92 right yeah no not in here I'm just talking um, well he's
0: got a uh, he's Court's got this uh, disposable heroes uh, board graphics coffee table book that he's looking through in in 98 everything was a popsicle yeah right? sure so
1: six years or four years earlier is 92 okay so I think you're I think you're a little forward in your years I wow. think that would have to be Why, late, thank you. I think that would have to be late 80s 90 at the most.
0: Here's the other thing about that though. is I grew up on the East Coast pre-internet, pre like you got a magazine once a month so it was like we had a serious lag on equipment and fashion and trick selection and everything was just like we probably were two or three years behind because we were looking at a photograph from 6 months ago every time, you know what I mean? It was like there was no fucking Instagram switch tray flip like yeah like then and there you know yeah i feel like dude it's so weird to like talk like this because i feel like it's like i used to listen to the old guys talk and shit and i'd be like yeah whatever you know (laughs) and now and now it's me and i'm like we didn't have instagram and shit but it's like such a different world now imagine
1: some kid listening to us talk about not having the internet when we were kids yeah they don't they don't know life without it. That's so weird. I remember I used to have this business card with all my friends' phone numbers on it. You know? Oh like yeah. Like you would remember your top four or <laughs> five friends. Like you had their numbers memorized. Sure. But everybody else, no. Yeah. So in my wallet I would have a list of everybody's number.
0: That's rad.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. Like people don't know like you can ask people what's your what's your mom's number and they can't even tell you. Sure. Because it's plugged into their smartphone
0: yeah dude there's been times where i i mean i've changed my phone number and then like i can't like i've like when i first did it i couldn't remember what my phone number was because yeah. it, it was a new number and yeah. all i did was hit send or whatever yeah isn't that and someone's funny? like what's your number i'm like six one seven And it, like, takes me a minute, you know?
1: Yeah, it's like trying to remember your uh, locker combination when you went back to school the next
0: year. Oh, my
1: God, dude. I didn't even remember
0: it the next day.
1: I didn't even use my locker my senior year.
0: I think (laughs) I forgot it the summer (laughs) before, and I was like, fuck it. Wait, so, okay, so when you got that board set aside to Joe Johnson and shit, what 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 year was it when you finally got the bolts and the grip and started rolling?
1: Third grade, I, I really don't remember shit as far as like what year or how old I was. I can always remember it by the school year, like what I was doing that year. That's how I remember shit. So third grade, you're probably nine. It's probably like 89. Yeah, maybe. I mean, we, we can actually figure it out. So if I graduated in 98, yeah. 97, 96, 95, yeah. 94, 93, 92, 90. I, mean, I forgot 91. 91.
0: It was a while ago. Hold on, I almost there now. 90. <laughs> 90. Yeah. 89. 89. 89. That's when I got my shit too. But that's weird cuz I got a um Paul Peralta TG. No. Well, yeah, you said you didn't have a nose either. Cuz mine was a... the a, one with the cross on it. No, the Tommy Guerrero uh the flaming sword. Oh yeah. And yeah, my uh, buddy
1: that prints my sticker has um. Has one of those just hanging on his wall, like that's his graphic. He loves that shit. That's the dagger right. with the flames.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's all about that. Uh, Real skateboards just put out a series of those, the same graphic. You know, Tommy Guerrero is involved. He's part owner of Real. Um, I don't think I know that, but I'm not surprised to hear it. Well, anyways, they just put out a reissue. Of those boards, and like I'd love to get two. I'd love to get one for the wall and one to just shred, you know. Mm-hmm. Back to the roots. You gonna put rails on it so you don't scratch your graphic up? <laughs> I don't know, man. We we could talk about rails a little bit if you want. Have you seen? I mean, it rails have made a comeback it's in skateboarding. Just it just goes to show, man. It's just like fashion.
1: Yeah. everything goes in cycles. I just I never liked rails in the first place because they would get worn down in one spot. I thought they were cool, but it was kind of like the standard back then because vert was still king, I guess, and most yeah. skaters had rails because it
0: was—it's—they were designed to help you grab your board. And like, how did we escape? Okay, I know where how rails went away because ever Santa Cruz put out the ever slick. Those are sick. I don't know why that
1: technology is not around. It makes the board heavier. Not much. I mean, you got that. It's like a, it's almost like an extra ply. Not, it's not as thick it's not that heavy
0: I don't know I guess I'd have to skate one it's probably you know what the answer to that is I bet you it's just way more expensive to manufacture it's plastic dude it can't be that expensive hmm well I don't know if anyone out there knows why fucking slicks aren't around then uh hit me up let
1: me know here's the thing that cracks me up about rails now is you know how heavy hitters break boards cause they're doing big shit sure well doesn't putting the screws in the board to fasten the rails make the would woods weaker? Before yeah, you snap more boards by having all those screws in your board. I feel like nowadays with the
0: rail come back, it's, it's all about like just like slappies. Like the guy, you know, rails are kind of big with like the curb. Saying it's more of a fashion statement for your board? No, I think it's more of a low-impact style of skating. Oh, it's like okay. slapping curves. Oh, so you're saying the slappy crowd is who's riding rails? Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily fucking... Like, I don't know if, like, David Gonzalez is, like, fucking putting rails on his board before he, like, kickflips a fucking 30 <laughs> Yeah, there, okay, know? I got you. Actually, no... Uh,
1: so it's more of a scene type of thing?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, it, there's kind of, like... like when the new shapes started coming out everyone was like making kind of different shapes in the past four or five years. I feel like that kind of like set like made a scene like people That set the stage
1: for the rails to make their appearance. Sort of. Yeah that makes total sense.
0: I think a big part of that is like welcome skateboards. They started making all the uh, shapes and then just started selling really well and kind of became the hot thing and then where are they based out of? Well, they're influenced by Seattle. I think the dude is like in Seattle. Um, so you're trying to tell me
1: Welcome s- set the, the recent trend of shaped
0: boards coming back? I think they're a huge player in that, for sure. Wasn't Powell doing reissues? Reissues, yeah, of their original, okay, the original shapes, but Welcome's doing like these just like, you know, it's weird because they call them shaped boards. Like every board is a shaped board. Every board has a shape, but these... Some of the welcome shapes and. Uh, like a modern version of a throwback shape. I think that's what you're trying to say. It's like a popsicle with a block nose yeah. in some cases. Like, yeah. you know, I have one. You've yeah. Seen it.
1: Um, yeah, I know what you're saying. That's cool. I didn't know welcome was, uh, you know, setting trends like that.
0: A few other uh, sort of smaller brands Assault Skateboards, um, Platypus. Uh, there's a few. There's, you know, there's a lot. And now I feel like it's just like. Okay, well, let's take it back a little bit as far as shapes, too. Let me interrupt you. Okay. I think you're spot on with saying that,
1: uh, like, the, the the reemergence of these shapes, I think people were, like, trying to make their outfit look nice, and they were like, you know what would really tie this outfit together? Some rails. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's so weak, though. I think it's like, yeah, it's like a fashion statement. Like, oh, you know what would really make this, what would really pull it all together? Yeah. If I put some rails on this shape. You know what I mean? I guess that'd be a straight up nineties. I don't know what you want to call it. Nineties throwback. Yeah, I guess you could say, I mean, a modern, a modern throwback.
0: Fashion's a huge part of skateboarding. There's no getting around that. And as much as like we as, um, males or whatever, you know, we're conditioned to like associate, um, an interest in fashion with femininity. Um, you can't, you're, if, I mean, chances are if you're a skateboarder, like, a real skater that's not, like, following the shit and just buying whatever, like, you probably have your own style and, like, flair to you. Like, it's just, it seems like the the skaters are, like, more expressive people than, like, um, and I was talking about this on another podcast I did recently, like, how, you know, like, you got, like, the football players that, like, they go to their, their whatever team, and the team's like, here's your uniform, these are the rules fucking be here at this time don't eat this (laughs) don't fuck this skating's like show up however whenever hung over with weed with chicks take a break it's like there's no there's so much to it that's like loose so it's like at every everything's an expression including your your clothes or what watch you're gonna wear or what rails you have on your board maybe you got one pink one and one white one you know yeah but, um, I don't really understand the benefits of rails other than like, it just seemed like that used to be part of the skateboard. Like it was part of, you know, in 1989 when I got my first board, I never would have imagined riding a board without rails, Yeah. you know? And, but then what about the guys before us that were riding lappers and, uh, nose guards yeah. and fucking things on the trucks? I was just going to say that. You
1: know? Yeah. Yeah, that was like if you went to a toy store and you got a Veriflex, it was going to have all the guards on it.
0: Yeah. It's so weird. Well, because Veriflex was a, a, a player. They yeah. were, they actually were legit, and then they sort of like, they kind of did like sort of what um, World Industries did, you know, in our time, they they became available in toy stores. They were once a CoreScape brand that toned out, that ramped up their manufacturing and toned down their, like, I don't know, high-end. Like, what, you know, they started putting out crap at a mass level. Whereas they, you know, Veriflex used to sponsor uh, Lance Mountain. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lance wow. Mountain was sponsored by, by Veriflex. Um, they were, like, a player. Same. I think Nash was involved in early skating, too. And they kind of did the same thing, like, as skating died, like, in popularity and... They didn't start. They stopped making shit for core skaters and started making it for toy stores because they're like, well, at least we can try to like sell it to the kids as a toy, as a hula hoop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. For, versus like a subcultural weapon. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, a tool to seek and destroy with. Yeah. So I don't know if um how's your um head? How's your it's dino? Good. Head? It's working. It's working pretty it good. It Definitely is. I feel like it is too. It's very mellow, though, it Ryan. Happened, if you're listening, like it just happened. Real recently, I sort of felt it instantly, dude. Uh, have you eaten anything today? Nope. Me neither. Yeah. You got up a lot earlier than me. I've been up all morning. Well, what's that mean? Since six? It's earlier than that because <laughs> I went. To, I, I went to bed at eight o'clock last I'm night. I'm so impressed that you're able to do that. Ah, yeah, don't be. <laughs> you know. If I had something to do, I'd be awake, but since I'm just a loser and I'm fucking doing nothing, I am would be drawing
1: Collision Curb Club graphics.
0: I could be. I should be. Um, But, you know, you're the artist. I think it would be cool to get some real sketchy
1: graphics. Yeah. I think that could be a good art direction. A good motif. The sketch? Yeah. Like, everybody does a drawing. Yeah. Just pen and
0: paper, that's it. I'm pretty good at crappy drawings. so I saw the vert curb, man. That thing was sick. Yeah, yeah, the vert curb. That should be a t-shirt right
1: there. (laughs) (laughs) People
0: will be looking at it like, what the fuck is that? So, I... you do clothes and T shirts and graphics and stuff like that. I fancy myself a graphic artist. Indeed, indeed. And uh, you know, I the uh the collision curb, the J and J collision, yeah. you know how it has the crest? Yeah. That would be a good one. Yeah. But the C two K shit just dropped and you got a crest. Um, yeah, I'm going for a whole collegiate vibe though, like Ivy League prep school, rowing. You know, mm. golf, tennis vibe, like yeah, yeah. I want that, that J. Crew look. Okay, and then you're gonna have. You were talking last night a little bit about like the, the scumbag golf. Horse track gambler. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was an old idea for a,
1: golf cloth brand clothing brand. How long have you been golfing? I lost count, but I think like six or seven years now. Wow. Because I started because I got that whiplash injury going to skate Denver with my buddy.
0: Yeah. (laughs) My buddy,
1: one of my good friends moved to Denver, and I had, you know, flights were still reasonable back then I guess, or maybe I had a credit and I just needed to roll it over. And I was going to go skate with him, and I took a red eye, and I was like, well I'll have a few cocktails and fall asleep, but I never fell asleep and I just kept drinking. So I got pretty bombed and never fell asleep, and he picks me up at like 10 in the morning and I was sobered up, but I still didn't rest, you know? Yeah. And we went and hit this park first thing at like 10. And it was gorgeous out. It was a beautiful day. Great park. And his buddy showed up, and he did a nollie half cab up a, up a Eurogap. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, sick. Well, I'll do a backside one, you know, right behind him. You know, yeah, it'll be yeah. fucking fresh. He nails one, I'll nail the other. Yeah. And I went up and did it, and my front truck's hung up, and I slammed on my back pretty hard, like a fucking nasty slam straight to my back. And trying to keep my head from
0: slamming on the ground, I just tensed up and I got this nasty whiplash injury. And that was basically like the first trick that you did in Colorado? Like you went there to skate and you're like... Not oh. the first
1: trick, but, you know, <laughs> one of the warm-up tricks for sure. Yeah. Like I wasn't even breaking a sweat yet. I was like, let's just pop some shit and get loose, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, that was a nasty, nasty... That was That is by far my worst skate injury ever. Like that alone was worse than... Breaking my foot twice and my thumb once like if you took those three and put them together They're not as bad as the whiplash.
0: Yeah, well because the whiplash is like
1: chronic Yeah, it comes back every once in a while I can do something weird like I was slouching on this couch and I got up off the couch and boom my neck was fucked for like a
0: Short week. That's weird. Yeah um, So was it like did the golf I? feel like I don't know, for me it was like I never even considered golf. Now it's pretty common, a Oof. lot of younger people are interested in golf.
1: For me it's the family sport. My grandfather has
0: five kids, uh-huh. one
1: of them a boy, the rest girls, and they all play. So it's kind of like the family sport. Yeah. Like my grandfather was an avid player, and my mom's good. She plays in tourneys and wins Like, no yeah, at the country club in Maine and shit, you know? That's rad. Right. And um, my, my uncle's really good, and his son is really good. So it's just kind of like the family sport. I always knew I'd play. I just thought I would be in my forties, not my thirties, when I started. Are you of Scottish descent? No, Danish. Danish. Yeah, the Hoffmans and Lages are both Danish. Okay. I think there's a little Irish German
0: in there. Hmm. Rad. That's what I am—Irish German. Well, you're a handsome Irish German. Ah, oh, thank you, thank you. Um, Johnny has his ways with the women. Oh,
1: please. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, the women have their ways with me is more like it, but, uh, so I feel like there's a, uh, like I've always felt like, uh, a weird, there's been a weird connection to golf. Like, yeah. Doesn't Costin have a Nike golf shoe? Something like, yeah, probably. Like he's a big golfer. A lot of these guys get into golf.
1: It's weird, man. It's challenging. Yeah. Yeah. You know how you can sit at a skate spot and, you know, try and work on a trick for a while? golf's kind of similar in that challenging aspect yeah it's just
0: interesting to me because it's
1: like (laughs) there's a proper way to execute a well hit ball you know like there's proper mechanics that need to happen just like a kick flip
0: down a five set yeah like your mechanics and timing it all has to be there see i don't think about skating like that at all as you know To me, it's just, like, it's the spirit of the
1: thing. Yeah, you're definitely... You're a fucking spiritual warrior on
0: your skateboard, man. It's, like, the vibe. It's, like... It's, like... Because, you know, you can do shit that, like, in a way, like, sort of defies gravity. Or you get in these weird, like, spots and do a pivot on this, like, little tiny inch of a curb that, like, you shouldn't be. You know, it's, like, you can do... Like, I don't... I'm not, like, a mathematically like that side of my brain i'm more of like an english history like i'm not like math science yeah so it's like i don't really like look at a set of stairs and be like okay i'm gonna go this mph and then like put my body this way and it's like i'm like yo i got the vibe like fucking i know how to do a kickflip basically i'll try to do a kickflip and i'll like (laughs) i might catch it or whatever you can do
1: a good kickflip man if you just did them more often yeah you have them on lock i got a quota when you get them they're good i do one a week I have to, <laughs> that's, my, that's my thing, is I do one kickflip a week. Oh, shit, that's your regimen?
0: Yeah. That's funny as hell, man. Here, have that. Yeah? Okay, I'm going to try. Are you sure? You don't yeah, want it for later? For drawing positive. and stuff? Okay. This is going to
1: last, I can tell.
0: I'm going to try another one here. Um, I mean, it's like, it's very. to me, it's very benign. It's a very benign high. I can tell right now this is going to last at least four hours. Just one I'm chomping into with my teeth. Maybe I'll feel the juice.
1: So for those listening that don't know, when, when me and John skate like as either A a mode of transportation or B to go to a spot or check out something that might be a spot, when we're cruising down the sidewalk, John skates the sidewalk whereas I'm just going from point A to point B, you know? If there's something in my way and I got to ollie it, I'll do it, but John will like do tricks on the way and like actually skate well, thanks for noticing that. That means a lot. That's I noticed that. Yeah, that's a big difference, dude. Like the w- the way we look at skating and think about it. Yeah. I can tell
0: that right there is a huge difference. I just feel like it's like a river, and it's like when yeah. you jump in it, you're fucking in the river, and you're like, ah, you know. So it's like why, why like fight against the current? I don't know. It's like that's a, that's cool. I like that. Check it out.
1: I'm kind of the same way. Whereas. When I am going from point A to point B, I like to go fast. Yeah. Like I love skating fast. Yeah. That's a big thing for me. Like if I was to no longer if I couldn't even like do tricks anymore, yeah. I think I would still bomb hills because I got a um I got a couple routes that I used to hit in Queen Anne.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, I know. And
1: they're pretty aggressive, pretty gnarly, fast, like cool shit. Yeah. Now, I've got I've got some serious hill bombing under my belt. So when it's when I'm just like going somewhere, I like to go fast. Dude. So I, that kinda cuts out the trick opportunity for me too. For sure. And I don't like to um if I'm going somewhere and I'm gonna do a trick, like I wanna land it and keep going. I don't wanna fuck
0: up and have to pick up my board and
1: start That's what pushing I mean. again.
0: I like the momentum. But I'm just like I'm like if I'm like cruising down a sidewalk and there's like a fucking curb and it's like, dude, I could ride by it or I could grind it like like yeah. Give it a shot. Yeah, why yeah. not? Yeah, I mean, I'm Manny, I'll definitely Manny anything I can. <laughs> um, I love doing Manny's. I remember the first time that we skated, I think, was at. We like, we went and bombed that hill in Queen Anne. Oh, um, That was like the first day that you and I went out, I think. I think you're right, dude. Yeah. yeah, we met out here at Ballard High. Yep. Took the bus down, skated that. Um, Schoolyard that you like up there by yeah. the Queen Anne library. Yeah, you weren't into that shit at all. Yeah well, I, <laughs> I didn't know man. <laughs> no, so we're just it's cool to know each other I'm trying to I'm trying you know, i dude. That's another thing about skating with you, too Is like I it's like dude, why would I even try that Ollie the other day? Like if, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if I wasn't if, if I wasn't with you that probably wouldn't happen I'm not saying that I'm not like I'm just saying like and that's a good thing like I, I wouldn't uh I never skate street, dude. Total fucking park rat my whole life. Even when I was a little kid, it was like, for me, it would always be about going to, like, rats in Biddeford or New Reports. How skateboard. long of a drive was that for you? Biddeford? I can't be two hours. I mean, where is Biddeford from Portland? Is it, like, north? Should I forget? It might be south. I feel like it might be south. It's not... It was, like, it seemed like a long time, but it wasn't... And I remember the way... It had to be south, dude. I think it was 20 minutes... For us, 10, 15, I don't
1: know. Did you ever skate there? Twice.
0: Place we were, were street
1: skaters, man. We would just get out, we'd go explore. We had
0: spots, man. Yeah. You know? No, I was in that. I was in that too, but that was like not by choice. Like I was like I would always be dreaming about mini ramps while I'm like skating a three set and Yeah, my we
1: we were ramps were so foreign to us to be honest, man, because we were such street skaters. Like if you put a ramp in front of us, we were like, "Uh, this is hard."
0: I had a group of friends that I grew up with, and like I refer to them now as like the whale kids. Like we cuz like there was this painted whale that's, like on the ground in New Report, and it was like by this pier and we would go there after school like sixth seventh eighth grade and it was like you know it was me and like i lived in like a big house on high street but everyone because i was like an anomaly everyone else that skated was like came from like the wrong side of the tracks and had fucking you know what i mean like it already were like what some might call bad kids. You know yeah. what I mean? And skateboarding was just like, they were naturally gravitated because it was like, that's what people thought bad kids did <laughs> was skate and smoke cigarettes. Yeah, where I was like always, I just was gone over the moon with skateboarding since fucking day one. So I was like, it wasn't that I was trying to be a bad kid. It was just that that's where the skating was at. And that's what the, be- you know, that's who was into skating. So my peers became kids that didn't play sports or whatever. And uh <clears throat> I remember... My one buddy Nate Chase, who's like, you know, he's a pretty influential guy in my life. He like did a lot of punk rock and shit, and was like, he definitely knew who the fuck he was before like a lot of people did. And I remember one time we had this uh, this the infamous blue ramp ended up at this the old highway. It was like so they took this ramp and they they reappropriated it from the Newburyport skate park, and it was an abandoned highway where they someone some dudes put this ramp out there. And they had like a few fun boxes and flat bars and shit. This was like, 94 probably. Skating up there one time and it was like, I found the session, because I went to, that was the other thing was like, I went to a different school. So all these kids went to school together. So I'd like get out of school and be like, we didn't have cell phones or whatever. It was like, I found the session at the old highway and there was a fucking ramp there, right? And On I remember just exploring and there it was no, it's probably Jeff Strykowski like my best my best friend like um, He was like super down with these dudes like he grew up with them like before skating came along He was kind of from that Like crew and then he and I were like super tight friends like we were you know still like one of my best friends to this day like um, Like we were like instantly like close friends and just got along real good And he probably told me, this is what's going down. So we roll up to the old highway. And I remember it was like this weird compliment slash diss from Nate Chase. But I I like took it with me and I still think about it to this day. Because I was skating the blue ramp, you know. And these kids were all, like I said, they weren't, I mean, I'll just say it. They weren't really skaters because they're not skaters now. Like they didn't fucking pull through. They fucking found whatever punk rock, life, marriage, whatever, you know. Dope cigarettes, whatever everyone fucking cruised away from skating. I'm still in it and I remember skating the blue ramp and Nate chase said to me he goes like this he goes and I thought it was weird because I thought I was an all-right street skater I thought I was a good skateboarder. I mean, you know um, but he was like Yeah, fucking When I first saw you skate and I, did, I think I did like maybe I did like a few sl- I was like pretty young and this the blue ramp had some vert to it. So I was like skating how big was it? It was four feet with like two inches of vert, dude. The thing was crazy. <laughs> and you crazy. could drop in on it? I could drop in, I Anyone could get a 50-50 stall. I was probably in sixth grade. Okay. Seventh grade, something like that. But Nate Chase goes, <laughs> he's like, dude, I he's like, you know, when I used to when I saw you skate street, he'd be like, I'd be like, Pfft. Because these guys, they were doing heel flips and vario flips and flat ground, like, fucking real shitty slow 90s, like, flat ground skating, yeah. like, all slow. and the just board's like boards dragging around. You could have a cigarette in your hand and fucking take a puff and do a <laughs> trick, and, like, it was all good. And, you know, and I wanted to, like, I wanted terrain. And so uh, he was, like, but he was really impressed with the fact that I could skate ramp. And that was the first time that it ever sort of recur- occurred to me, like, Maybe I'm a ramp skater, like, maybe I have, like, some tranny skills that, like, other people don't because it was, like, I could skate this thing and all my peers were doing fucking vario flips on the ground, you know, on, like, tree forts. (laughs) But, uh, I I was, you know, I wanted to fucking, I wanted, like, um, I wanted the ground to morph under me, you know what I mean? I wanted to go for a ride. Yeah, it's definitely more
1: your style of skating,
0: you know? But that was the first time that it ever clicked. Like, oh, fucking, there's different style. Like, I'm not a modern, at the time, modern street skater, you know? Yeah, we
1: didn't, I couldn't have dropped into that ramp at
0: that point in my life. No way. It's pretty not, dude, that that thing taught me a lot.
1: Dude, I didn't really start dropping into quarters until I moved out here in 98. (laughs) So you were way
0: ahead of me on that. Well, we had this dude... That we grew up with Steve Knight, and he was like kind of like the park Nazi. Like he would make people drop in. I remember him going up, like you know, there'd be a kid standing on a ramp with his board over the lip, debating whether or not he should take the plunge. Yeah. And this dude would go up behind kids and, fucking <laughs> push him, <you> know? <laughs> and just be like, they'd slam, but they'd oh, sort fuck. of get that like feeling of yeah. like the brief second of a ride under their belt, and God, then that fucking out do it. Of the way. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. So I was like, yeah, they picked on me at first, but I was like I kind of made it through that and once I learned how to drop in, I feel like people you had you almost had to learn how to drop in or you were just going to get bullied. Was anybody like telling you what to do or you just fucking figured it out on the hard way? Dude, I tried it for years and years and it was just a leap of faith and then one day I just fucking had the balls to do it. It was yeah, like if
1: someone tells you just slam your front foot down on the ground.
0: It's, you're gonna be rolling away, no problem. It's so weird though when you're oh. standing on top of yeah, a ramp, bedtime. and especially then, you know, I mean, the I wasn't. I feel like when I first started skating there, the the deck of the quarter pipe was taller than my head, and it was like a five foot ramp. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like five foot transition, a little bit up, but it was like, um, yeah. It was definitely scary to learn how to drop in. And then coming out here in Seattle, that was, for me, that was the next, it was like the big leagues, the North, Pacific Northwest. I better fucking learn how to roll into everything. And by then, we were pretty pretty good with all the skate parks, right? Out here? Yeah. By the time I got here? Yeah. Fuck, yeah. I mean, when I was here, the first parks that were here were, I'm trying to think what was here when I got here. Ballard, Green Lake... Man, Ballard, is that it? Have we really gotten that many parks in this short of a time?
1: I don't know. Cause just, I can
0: remember when
1: Seascape got tore down, the old Ballard Bowl got tore down, and I think that's when Marginal started to
0: get built. Oh yeah, Marginal was around. I think since I've been here in the Seattle area, since I first started coming here in 2007, they have built South Park, Judkins, Jefferson, Holman Road, Northgate, um, what the fuck else? There's a bunch of parks. That was a pretty good list right there. Yeah, I mean, think you know, and then all the surrounding areas keep getting them too. So, but yeah, there was so like... Yeah, that's an impressive list that you just ran off. I feel like I'm leaving a bunch out too. Is, um... I am kind of stoned. Is South Park, is that thing, does anybody skate that? I've seen a lot of burly footage of pros and shit and like um you know it's got those like crisscross things do you know what I'm saying like they built they built a bowl and then they just built arches like all around it so it's like all these deer crossings everywhere it's like you can carve all these loops and shit okay um so I don't think it's really like a tricky park it's like fucking go you're carved through it and you're lucky you know like no kidding I want to yeah. check it out Um, I went there once, dude, and it was a pretty weird situation. It was kind of early in the morning. There's a bunch of debris and mud and shit, like, in there. And, like, I had a broom and whatnot, and I was starting to, like, fucking deal with it. But there was, like, this—it's in a pretty sketchy neighborhood. Yeah, I've heard. And, like, uh, this dude was, like—I don't know if he was living in a halfway house or what, but he was kind of hanging out at the skate park, and he was like, yeah, he was like, I— I can't fucking be at my spot right now because the people I live with like went to work and I don't have a job. And he was just asking me, all, like, I just felt like super weird and uncomfortable like some shit might have gone down if I had stuck around. Oh, Delridge is another one, another big one that Seattle got. Where's that, West Seattle? Yeah. And then you got all the, you got the Roxhill Hill Skate Park, also West Seattle, that little maple leaf fucking, there's all these little skate dots and but spots. Cap, hill, nothing. Nothing going on in Cap Hill, huh? Um, that's fucking weird. The Cap it's Hill. It's a pretty congested skateboard. area
1: up there these days, man.
0: Yeah, I remember when it was hardly anything going on up there. I just feel like, in a way, I mean, I guess Ballard is like the true skate mecca of Seattle, you know, as far as like the scene. Or, I don't know, Georgetown, because you got all the Marginal Way dudes or whatever. Couldn't tell you I'm out of the scene. I've been You're not not (laughs) out of the scene. This guy's out of the scene. You go skating with this guy in Seattle, and it's like, you're not going anywhere because fucking nine people are going to roll up to you and be like, oh, Court, what up? Whether it's from a restaurant job or skateboarding or whatever, this dude's like the mayor. (laughs) Anytime I meet an older dude who's been around the Seattle skate scene for a little while, I'm like, yeah, that's how I validate myself. I'm like, yeah, I'm Court's boy. (laughs) You know, and they're like, oh, yeah, fucking court.
1: Put that on your resume. Yep. Yep. I'll be your reference. You already are. That's funny shit. Yeah. Yeah, you got to take me to uh, some of these West Seattle parks. I've heard good things. I want to check them out. Anytime, dude. I guess that's the thing for me, man. It's time is money, and if I'm going to skate, I want to, like, do it right away. I'm always in a hurry, so I don't really like driving 20 minutes, half hour to go skate. Yeah. That Bash on Trip was awesome, though.
0: I like the ritual. Yeah, I like the coffee and the weed and the tunes. So and the road it's an all day
1: excursion for you, whereas I'm trying to like get out, do some shit, and
0: yeah, yeah, handle your biz, and get back good. to your biz. Yeah, yeah.
1: See, I, yeah, I it's too bad. I got to get a job that way I can enjoy my time off more.
0: Yeah, fuck. I got to go get a job so I can enjoy time. Period. Um. Well, yeah, I don't really know what else to say. Do you have anything else you'd like to say today? We're at, uh, we've actually been going for 53 minutes, so I'm pretty... No shit. Yeah. That was a fast 50. It's pretty quick, um... Any bullet points
1: we need to retouch on? There was something you said earlier on that I wanted to get back to, but... I love it. Spaced it.
0: it. If you want to keep going, I could go for another hour. I just don't want to, like you said, time is money, so... I don't want to, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't want to, um, shit on your vibes here.
1: No, it's all good. Um, Still got to make us some breakfast.
0: What did I want to say? I wanted to talk. I wanted to thank you for kind of getting me. I don't know, man. I feel like you just sort of, like, meeting you and skating with you re sparked my skateboarding. Like, in my path, in my life, where it was like.
1: I don't think we mentioned that we're both from New England, or
0: did we? Oh, well, we're both from New England. That was the thing. Okay, we want to get into this? So, uh, you coming to work with me and stuff and like i always say it's a, it's like the story because i was barbacking and i was like primed to be the next bartender but then they hired you Ooh. instead of making me Ooh. a bartender and i had to bar back for you the so. truth comes out no we all know this so <laughs> so i was supposed to hate you right i did not know that I oh wait no yeah you have before. you have you have, this before. you have that's right But the thing was, I mean, how could I hate you? Because you were uh, from New England, and you were a skateboarder and shit, and uh, you're just a swell guy.
1: We actually met before that, and we were supposed to um, potentially meet up in Portland for the Celtics Blazers game.
0: That's right. Um, But that didn't
1: happen, and once I found out you skated, I was like, okay, well, let's see what this guy's all about. I was going to take you out. You thought
0: I was a poser, huh? No, 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 not at all. I wanted to (laughs) see where
1: you were at as far as, like, skating. I really wanted to see where you were at. Like yeah. skill level, what you were made of.
0: <laughs> like what skating really was to you? I think I really wanted to see what you were all about. What did that day show? I feel that day wasn't a very good representation of those five. No, because
1: I totally took you out of your comfort zone. Yeah. and I didn't know. I was like, yeah, that's that's the difference about you know, you you'll s- literally skate whatever is in front of you at the time. Whereas I'm all about, like, going to spots and, like, doing specific things at certain places. Yeah. You know, and to you, it's just, like, the journey. You'll skate wherever, whatever,
0: and no th- matter
1: what. Like, every wherever you are, that's the spot, you know? And don't Whereas you to me, it's all about destination and, like, doing specific things at certain spots.
0: And that's such a reflection of, like, the two individual personalities. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, like, what's so cool about skating is, like, it's just, like, it's a fucking a conduit of your personality, dude. Mm -hmm. You know, everything about it. I agree. It's just, man, it's the best. So, thank you, Court. Thank you, skateboarding. Good game. Good game. We'll see you out there on the streets. This has been John Hanks' Pipe Dreams. Thanks for checking it out. And uh, fucking like and share this shit, dude. I'm tired of having 12 listeners, alright? If you think the stuff's cool and someone might want to listen to it, um, check it out or otherwise uh, I'm going to keep doing I'll keep having 12 listeners but uh, thanks for those of you who have checked it out and we'll talk to you next time cheers <laughs>